0: We are far enough into this homeschool year that I think you're starting to notice that combining everything. I mean, after having a summer where we have a bit more freedom, we can maybe get some projects done around the house or at least have more free time. The kids are playing and be able to keep up with the house cleaning. Or maybe you just let it all go this past summer. You were like, you know what? We are not going to worry about it. We're just going to do the bare minimum and we're going to just have a free summer that we completely enjoy. And now you're saying to yourself, oh, wow, we let things go. And now we're getting into the thick of the school year. And I have to catch up on that stuff. But also just the regular stuff, even if you don't want to catch up on anything that you've just kind of let go over the summer, like, all right, we just need to start where we're at and just move forward. But either way, a lot of us have Had the freedom over the summer to, within reason, get some things done. Whether like, oh, this I have some time. My kids are playing really nicely outside. I could actually get all of the bathrooms clean right now. And you get them clean. When we have this homeschool year, it's like, okay, I need to clean the bathrooms. In between which lessons and which activities, when am I going to be able to get that fit in? So whether we like it or not... Some of us enjoy house cleaning and some of us do not, but either way, it needs to be done. And whether you have high expectations for the way your house looks or you don't really care too much, either, again, either way is fine. However God has wired you. We all mostly still want our homes to be sanitary and we don't want people to feel... I guess, uncomfortable coming into our home. So it doesn't matter which level you're at or how important different things are. The bare minimum at least needs to get done. And we can probably sort of agree on those things to a different level. But today I want to talk about three steps to have a productive house cleaning routine while you homeschool your children. Because what you'll notice is that a lot of people will tell you, "Oh, here's a whole schedule, here's how to do this. And you're like, wait a minute. I have one, two, three, four, five, ten kids, whatever it is, that I am also homeschooling that are here that need my attention. And if you have young kids, it's not just like they need my attention. They also need me to be watching them to make sure that they are safe and they are protected and within the boundaries of basically safety and knowing where they are at. So a lot of those things are don't quite fit into homeschool life and the homeschool lifestyle. So today I'm going to speak specifically to how do we do this? How do we get these things done within the parameters of the fact that we have our children home? And we are so glad that we have our children done. But let's just talk about how do we really get this all done? Are you ready to talk about this today? I am. I hope that you are ready to be encouraged and empowered and to get our house cleaned during those years while we are homeschooling our children. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Before we jump into these three steps and the tactical, I do want to kind of preface this and I want to put this out as a... A preface, we'll say, before we dive into these different steps. So here we go. Having a plan is what is important. If we are just kind of willy-nilly, and I know we have different personalities, and we do need to lean into the way that God has created us. Sometimes we know that there is something in our personality where like, I'm a little too loose on this. I'm a little too... I don't have a plan and it is affecting other areas of my life. Now we can be kind of fly by the seat of our pants and I do that in some areas, but I know that if I do it in other areas, it just doesn't help my family. It is not serving my family. So for example, if I was to be a little bit more loose, loosey goosey, willy nilly, <laughs> <laughs> where do I come up with these like super old school things? I, I guess I hang out with old people too much but I love old people if that's okay, let's get back on track. If I was not as organized when it comes to say meal planning and meal prep and getting food on the table, it would affect my family. It would affect them physically. It would, everybody would be really hangry, right? It would affect my marriage because my husband would be like, you know, where's dinner and I'm not getting into this, you know, this is your role and this is your, you know, his role. He knows how to make dinner, but he's working and we'd like to eat right after dinner, right after he's done working. So if he was to make dinner, it would be much later, but everybody's coming home from work. I have teens. They are hungry. They are a bit ravenous. And this is my role I have, that I have chosen. So if I am super loose when it comes to meals and they, it arrives five o'clock and they're like, look it around what's for dinner. I'm like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I have to go to the grocery store. It would affect a lot of different areas and relationships in my life. And I know that this house cleaning can affect relationships in our life as well. If the house is a wreck, people can't find things and things are just dirty or a mess and it's unsanitary, it is going to start to affect uh, the different relationships within our home and how we can function. So having a plan helps us to stay on track and to get the important things done. The second thing I want to mention here is having the right mindset helps set us up for success. So not only do we put these tasks and these roles and these uh, chores and the house cleaning on a calendar possibly, but when we do these things, we should have joy in our hearts. I know that scrubbing a toilet doesn't always feel joyous, but when we stop to think, I have this home, I have this property, I have this area that I have been gifted that I get to pour into. When we have that perspective, we can clean a toilet with a little bit more joy in our heart. We might not be exuding a lot of joy, but it's in our heart. We know when we are able to serve well and from a place of joy and thankfulness, which only comes from God having that relationship with him and asking him to, Lord, please write my thoughts and my perspective and my approach when it comes to taking care of my home. So when these two things, having a plan and having a right mindset of having joy for the fact of being able to serve our family, when those two things come together, it's like, it's like the perfect storm right there, like a good perfect storm. That's when things come, when those things come together, we can keep our house, we can maintain our home and get our house cleaning done along with all the different tasks that we have every single day. It is kind of funny how different seasons and how our perspective changes. So let me tell you a little bit about when James and I got married. We had a two bedroom apartment and (laughs) when I think back now, so I worked Monday through Friday and on Saturdays, every Saturday morning. I would grab all of our laundry and I would head to a laundromat. I would do the laundry. I would run and do all of the grocery shopping. I would come home, get those things put away, and I would clean our entire apartment, dusting and vacuuming, cleaning the refrigerator, the cabinets, the bathrooms, everything. And everything was done just in that one day because it was just me, just me doing my to-do list. Now, fast forward, I guess it would probably be about six, seven years or so after that. We've got three kids under the age of five. We have the sweetest Cape Cod and probably about three quarters to an acre of property. And I'm like over my head in trying to just keep up with the laundry and keep up just with the regular type of cleaning of the kitchen after a meal. And then we had an amazing finished basement. And to me, I look back now and at that time, it was really hard to maintain that much space. You know, Cape Cod with two floors and then a finished basement. It was just, it was a lot. And my kids were small and they could only do so much. And it's just as kind of funny how I was able to in one day get all of my laundry, all of my cleaning, all of my shopping done for the entire week. And then here I am a couple years later and... I barely have an hour each day to do such things. So we have to keep in perspective that there are different seasons. And I also think it's fun to look back at our former self and say, wow, you thought you had a lot and you were busy and your life was full and there was a lot to do then. You had no idea. (laughs) So I don't know if you guys do that at all or not, but I think it's kind of funny to look back and like, wow, I, I thought that was so hard. But as we add things to our lives, the hard just changes. And we look back and that that seems so easy right then. Uh, you, you're nodding your head right now. You're saying, mm-hmm, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, let's get into these three steps that I have in order to have a productive house cleaning routine while you homeschool your children. Number one here is not, it's not tactical, but it's practical. And that is, Mama, I want you to be realistic. I want you to remember that your family lives in your home. You have children, whether you have babies, toddlers, preschoolers, elementary, middle, high school, a combination of those. As I just mentioned in that story, telling about just the difference between six years or so in my life, there are seasons in life. And when we have kids that are just in and out, whether they, again, they're young or they are older, we have to remember that our family lives there and be realistic in what we think that we can get done. And I'm raising my hand right here and telling you. I can have super high pie in the sky ideas. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm going to do all of this this day. And then I'm going to take on this project and this house cleaning the next day. And then this the next day. And I look at the end of the week, I'm like, um, okay, I kind of got Monday's extra little project and house cleaning done, like clean the refrigerator took me this past week, it took me three days to be able to get the entire refrigerator clean. Now I do have to mention I had not done it in a while. I had skipped it last time I was supposed to do it. So that took a little bit longer. But remember, family lives there. Let's be realistic. I know I mentioned the story way back at an earlier podcast episode about a friend um, going to another friend's house or a friend. Oh, no, actually, a friend came to her house and she was embarrassed because her kids were home and the house was a mess. And her friend said, no, don't be embarrassed. Like, I wish my kids were still I wish my kids were at home. I mean, now I'm looking back and like, oh, you got to could have brought them home and homeschooled them. But she's just like, my house is so clean because my kids aren't there. So we have to remember that our kids are there. Just the other day, I mean, I have a 14 year old who flies little mini drones in the house and I have scuff marks all over my walls. But you know what? I'd rather my 14 year old be living in my home than, you know, in a few years when he launches and stuff, I'm going to be like, oh, I kind of missed the scuff marks. Even though when I walk up the stairs, I'm like, I really should touch those up. But I'm being realistic in the fact that that's not super important. Nobody's going to come to my house and say, oh, you have scuff marks on your walls because your kiddo is flying a little mini drone and it's been raining for four days. So he's going to go on a little stir crazy. I can't hang out here in your house. No one's going to say that. That's ridiculous. It's just in our own minds that we think some of these things are important. Also in being realistic is I don't want you to compare yourself. This goes back to that story I just mentioned. Don't compare yourself to homes that have no children in them whether the people are older or they just never had children don't all also don't compare yourself to a home where there's older kiddos living in there than you so don't come and compare it to my home if you are like wow you're you know there's not toys all over the place no there's not but if you go up to my kids bedrooms they're going to be a little bit of a mess because that's where they end up congregating and putting all of their stuff i mean Again, my fourteen-year-old. There's parts for remote control cars and drones and all these things. I'm like, okay, can we just clear a path to the bathrooms in case you need it in the middle of the night? That's that's the goal right now. I mean, it's not. Don't get me wrong, it's not it's too crazy gross, <laughs> but I'm just letting him live and enjoy his life. So don't compare. Also, then like, if you come into someone's house who has older who has teens and you're like, wow, their living room and dining room and kitchen is so neat and clean. Well, they just have a mess in other areas of life and they're just in a different season of life. Also, do not compare your home as you are homeschooling your kids to your friend's home who sends her kids to school and she stays home, whether she works from home or whatever her situation is. Don't compare the fact that maybe her house is all picked up and put together and you have hungry, hungry hippos and the memory game and uh, dice and math manipulatives and nature study stuff strewn about your living room floor because you're in the middle of your homeschool day. Now that you are going to be realistic, you have that right perspective, you're working on the mindset of having joy in the fact that you get to serve your family by creating a home and atmosphere that they and others can enjoy and actually function well in. The second step here is I want you to decide what is most important when it comes to your house cleaning, what are the couple of things that you really need done, or you feel like the house is going to fall apart? It could be something like I need the pla- I need the house vacuumed this x amount of times. I need the front door window cleaned. Maybe you do that daily in order to be able to keep up with that, especially if you little kids. Maybe it's bathrooms, maybe it's having beds made, maybe it is having the sink cleared out or having the front porch swept. Decide what is most important to you. What do you really want to have done? And get it on your calendar or add it to your routine, however you have things set up. Those most important tasks should be something that is possibly put on your calendar to do every single week. Things like cleaning the bathrooms, things like getting maybe the floor cleaned up, um, swept or vacuumed. Decide what needs to be done on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and, a, and whatever our seasonal type of tasks. I have a weekly to-do list and on that weekly to-do list, I add the monthly to-dos and I will then write down on it as well the seasonal to-do's that I have set out for myself, I have this entire system, and it is more in-depth for the moms that are in Clarify Your Homeschool, because I know that it's important that we don't just focus on the curriculum, and we don't just focus on our children, but we focus on how can we create an environment that we can all function really well in, and so that is a part of Clarify Your Homeschool. If you're curious about that, you can head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com for more information about it. But once you've decided, what is most important? What needs to be done daily, weekly, monthly, or seasonally? For those tasks that need to be done, I want you to set time during the day. Do you feel like you need to do it first thing in the morning? Maybe before your kids get up? Maybe it's something where we can do in the afternoon. You're going to do it during nap time on your own. Or maybe it's something that's included in your homeschool day. So set aside time during each day that you're going to work on some of those tasks. And maybe some of those are really big ones, or maybe they're small ones. Maybe it's small, like, you know, uh, we're going to clean the the front and back doors or however many doors you have. We're going to clean the glass on those because it's driving me crazy. And we're going to do that every single day. It only takes five minutes. Maybe bathrooms might take you, depending on how many bathrooms you have, it might take you 20 minutes or so to get that done. Maybe it's something bigger, like, okay, now I'm cleaning the bathroom, but today on this day, I'm actually going to clean the shower. So that's going to take a little bit longer. I'm going to mop the floor. What extra things we're going to do? So set time during the day. And sometimes you might have a longer to-do list, but again, be realistic. If you set time, you say, I have one hour after lunch is cleaned up, everybody goes down for naps, and I have one hour that I'm going to work on these different tasks. Don't put on your list things that are going to take more than one hour because that sets us up for feeling like, oh, I couldn't even get that done. Or maybe it's broken up, like I mentioned earlier. It took me like three days—not three total days, but three over the course of three days—to get my refrigerator and freezer all cleaned out. Maybe what you do is you say, "Oh, I have an hour. I'll see how far I get on the refrigerator here on Monday, and then on Tuesday I will see how much further." Maybe you get it all done in those two hours, or the one hour, and you only need another fifteen minutes, and you finish it up, and then you can move on to another task. But Setting aside time during every single day that we can to get some things done really just helps just helps us to continue to cross things off the list. Now I know the next week the bathrooms will need to be cleaned again. We could just clean them again. Now another great option then for this is after we decide what's important getting it on our calendar in our routine is to set aside a day a month for some bigger projects. This could include something like your kitchen. So I need to wipe down um, all of the cabinets and the handles. I actually want to take everything out of the silverware drawer and I want to wipe down that drawer. I want to clean out the little tray that all of the utensils are in. And then I'm going to actually go through all the cabinets. Maybe there's some things that I'm not using. I take those things out, put them in my donation basket, that kind of thing. Like what are some bigger projects and see if you can set aside a day a month where you just work on that. Maybe it's a Saturday or it's another day of the week. Maybe you have some childcare or your kids are older and they can help you out with those types of projects. But getting a day on the calendar, maybe once a month or twice a month depends on how much you have going on, but being able to keep up with those things. It's those little things that aren't so little that we sometimes kind of miss. And then when I actually will go through with some warm soapy water and clean all of my cabinets. I'm like, oh, now it reminds me that it really was kind of gross. All these, you know, grimy hands pulling on drawers and opening cabinets, which is a blessing. But it's also a blessing when those are cleaned up, at least for, you know, maybe a few hours. Okay, let's get into number three. So we have number one is to be realistic. Number two is I want you to decide what is most important and get those on your calendar, whether they're daily, weekly, monthly, or seasonal. And then set time during every day, maybe a day a month where you work on some bigger projects. And number three is each day, we as homeschool moms, we get to decide what is most important. Now, this house cleaning and these chores, they're not above relationships. But as I mentioned earlier, if we don't focus on these to some extent, they can affect our relationships. And the fact that a, t- a home that is not tidy, a home that is not set up for success, <laughs> is th- with things everywhere and we haven't taken time to organize things or to uh, declutter or to get things clean, it can add a higher level of stress to our days. When it comes to getting out the door, do we have things set up so that we can easily get everybody out the door? Or are we scrambling, trying to find everything and we get into the car? And you're upset and angry and frazzled. And the kids are afraid to even make a sound because they know that you're going to blow your top at any moment. All of that adds to stress, which then leads to and can fracture some relationships. Why am I telling you this? Because I want you to really consciously make decisions on how you spend your time. Get your housework done over things like watching TV, over things like scrolling on social media. The days that you crawl into bed And you know that you poured into your family, you poured into your children, your homeschool, your husband, maybe your community, you poured into these things, you poured into your home and maintaining a home that everybody can function well and one that serves us well. And you crawl into bed those nights and you feel so good about the day. As opposed to the days when you have some tasks on your to-do list and you push that aside and instead we just spend time watching maybe Netflix or scrolling on social media. When we climb into bed those nights, we're going to feel a little disappointed in ourselves and in how we spent our time. We only have so much time. We only have so much time in every single day. We only have so many years where we are doing this homeschool gig and we are pouring into our children to this level that we are right now. And the time will go by super fast And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be disappointed at the end of the day. Now, yes, we are going to make mistakes. We are going to fall into traps. We are going to do things that we know aren't really necessarily adding to our life, but it's what we do when we realize that we have done that at the end of the day. And you know what I'm saying, because I've done it too, and disappointed in how I spent my time and how... Thinking back, you know, that morning when I woke up and said, wow, a new day, there's so many possibilities. And then I sabotaged myself. And I didn't carry through with the things that I was hoping to. And so when we look back at the end of our day, the end of our week, the end of different seasons in life, let's not be disappointed. And so I want you to decide each day and each moment, what is most important? Relationships are above getting tasks done. However, we need to remember that getting tasks done does affect relationships. This is a great time when we decide, you know, what's most important is to involve our children. We have to train them. I will say to myself and possibly have said to them, like, I don't live here alone. You all live here as well all of this mess. I have boys, as I've mentioned earlier, who have a lawn care business and they track grass ends all the time. And I and I will clean it up. But sometimes I'm like, look, do you see all this grass right here? I mean, their crew will come in and it's it's fine. It really is fine. I love it. I love when they all come in for lunch. Love it. But once in a while i would be like, so I just want you to remember that I am here to serve with a joyful heart, but I'm not your servant. I'm not here to clean up every single mess. So let's take notice and see these things. And we have to remember that our kids, maybe this is just because of the season I'm in right now, but particularly teen boys, they don't notice. They don't see things. It's okay to point them out, train them. My boys know how to do all this different cleaning stuff. So oftentimes I'll have to say, I don't know if you've noticed like all of this dirt and gunk in the bathroom sink. I haven't used that sink all day. That's from you guys. Would you mind just quick wiping it down? Oh, okay. And they'll do it. So let's involve our children. And we have to remember that oftentimes they're cleaning. It might not be as good as how you would clean it. When I ask them to vacuum, I'm like, oh, they missed a complete corner here. But okay, well, let's just say that 98% of the house is, is vacuumed, or at least the first floor or something is vacuumed. We'll just ignore that other 2%. And when I vacuum next time, I will be sure to get it. Now, yes, there are times we should call our kids back, but sometimes there's times to extend grace, other times to point it out a little bit later. But overall, let's involve our children and let's be okay with the way that they clean it as long as they are doing it to their best ability. If there's a balance there between those couple of couple of uh, thinking about, you know, training them, but then we have to remember that they, they might just be five years old. Or they might be 14 and they are a teen boy in the middle of puberty with a fog going on around their head. Oh, can you tell? What, yeah. Okay, friend. This has been good. I hope that you have found this helpful and more so I hope that has encouraged you in the fact that. We are all in the same boat when it comes to this, and I want you to enjoy your home. I want your family to enjoy your home, and I want it to serve you well as you serve your family. I look forward to chatting with you again. I'll be back here in a couple of days with a brand new episode.